this episode of the Third Gallon Podcast. This is normal for the farm. <laughs> this is normal for Mutant the farm. Attacking mushrooms is normal. After making a stop at the Williams Farm, you were headed back into Alkenstar, and y'all decided to go visit the farm, you know, take a breather. Reluctantly. Honestly, it's been good for you. I feel like it's almost been therapeutic, aside from Meemaw. Uh, <laughs> Meemaw's part of the therapy. You met Chester's mom. After lunch, she perked up and asked for your help uh, with one of these experiments she had with a concoction she uh, cooked up from things she found in the mana waste to help her grow mushrooms better. Micah's angels help Annie Williams deal with a malicious mushroom. And it started to grow uncontrollably into this horrifying like almost tree trunk shaped tentacled beast with mushrooms growing out the top and a bunch of like viney arms. It looks like a penis. But with that being said uh, Initiative? I think it's I think it's about time to roll for initiative. Before heading back to Alkenstar City. Phoebe like looks at you like, wow, that's a, that's a lot that y'all guys been through there. <laughs> I swear every time y'all come back in this goddamn bar, y'all tell me a more confusing story than the last one. How's this happen? Uh, well, you see, Yogg-Sothoth. Eldritch Horrors Beyond the Stars. We're on our way to Alkenstar. Yo, Mima's so old, her driver's license got hieroglyphics on it. <laughs> <laughs> now. So how y'all like Annie Williams' farm? It's just as I imagined it. That's, yeah. Really? Eleanor loves it. Could do without Meemaw, but you know. Well, Meemaw's just part of the farm. (laughs) It sure is. (laughs) Are Uh, you offended or is Chester offended? Why not both? I told you, oh my God. I was working with Jacob to make this farm kind of come to life. Obviously, I didn't spring it on him without any prior consent. My only thing I came with him as like, Jacob, I need you to justify and help me figure out Meemaw Williams. Because that's like the one character I know that has to be here that you guys haven't met before is Meemaw Williams. Mm-hmm. And I need someone, because Chester's mom's going to love Jacob. Or not Jacob, Chester. <gasps> Chester's mom would love she Jacob. She loves me. But we need someone to pick on Chester. Yeah. He can't be that happy the whole time. Nah. <laughs> there's got to be strife on the farm somehow. Yeah. And that's Meemaw Williams' job. Oh. But y'all like it? Uh, I, I feel like Jacob, uh, I, I'll... Peel back the screen here, because uh, I wanted you guys to be able to have this detour. We've talked about about the farm so much. You got to go see it. But I was like, hey, I need, I, can you help me give a good way to like, get there? Because <laughs> Derek, we get here to record. He's just like, hey, we need a way to get to your farm. And I'm like, I'm not the DM here. <laughs> what are you talking about? I mean, what am I going to be like? Fair, like, that's, that's a good farm over there, uh, Chester. Why don't we just go sit down there for reasons? But I feel like if Chester wanted to go to the farm. <laughs> he just go. Go to the farm. My goal is to never go to the farm. See, my idea with this detour uh, as the GM was Jacob thought we were going to have to like go do something at the farm. Yeah, and I purely wanted this as like a tension oasis for your characters. This fungus is going to kill somebody. It's going to be all your fault. That would honestly be pretty cool. I don't know if it'd be pretty cool. (laughs) The farm can't handle more ghosts. I think you'll be fine. (laughs) <laughs> I, I, I honestly think you'll be totally fine. Good. Uh, but you could give, if you, one of you dies there, you could be a ghost with Meemaw on the porch. 
if Chester dies at this farm and is a ghost with me, he's going to be trapped with Meemaw forever. Be worse than going to hell. He'll pass on. <laughs> I ain't got. They'll any... take Psyche's card. I ain't got a lick of unfinished business as long as she's here. <laughs> I had no reason to be stuck to this farm. Maybe if she weren't here, but she is. <laughs> I thought we could take this uh, opportunity. Though. And I, my, my whole point of the farm was that you have access to some uncommon alchemical items. And honestly, to just kind of, I want to say comedic relief, but like, mm. it's like, I hate to call it this, but you know how in anime sometimes oh they go gosh, to the hot springs. Oh my gosh, is this our beach? Or the beach. <gasps> is this our beach episode? Just for fun. Oh, great. It's, it's away from the plot. Yeah. But like, you, it's just for fun. You need a break between the it's a filler episode. big stuff. Yeah. Well, like, then you can't have things go bad while we're here. But you guys love combat. I mean, that's not how I, I do, do love combat. our beach episode. So. Okay. Just one little thing went bad. Just one little thing. Just one little thing can go bad here. <laughs> I don't think things have really gone wrong. It's just more like oh, this, no. This is this is normal for the farm. It didn't go right. <laughs> this is normal for Mutant the farm. Attacking mushrooms is normal. Uh, listen, her whole job in the mana waste or the the ranch exists so that she can do experiments on plants growing in the mana waste, so that she can find a way to get them to grow better. Uh, yeah. That is literally the whole existence of Annie Williams in the Mana Waste. Yeah. That's why she goes out into the Mana Waste looking for unique alchemical ingredients. So this is shockingly normal on the farm. Oh, okay. <laughs> Lore accurate. Lore accurate. <laughs> I thought that, why don't we take, because we worked, we workshopped, and by workshopped, I mean shitposted a lot of ideas when we were thinking about doing this. Yeah. Um, Jacob was very convinced I was going to have the farm being burning and you were going to have to swoop in and mm. save the day. I, I, this was before you just asked me to find a reason to go to the farm. Yeah. I thought that was going to be the reason to go to the farm. I uh, see. There's that something bad, not necessarily tragic, not necessarily everybody's going to die, but something bad was going to happen at the farm and Chester was going to have to rush there. So then the way I'll rule that what happened with your dreams is you just ate something bad. Yeah, sounds like it. <laughs> you got bad dreams and bad you want to go see your mom. My tummy hurt and I needed my mommy. <laughs> That is correct. <laughs> Tummy hurted. Owl. Tummy uh, hurty. Need mom. Need mom 30. Mom, my friends are dead. My tummy hurts. <laughs> mom, mommy. Mom. Mom, but why don't we, why don't we go through some of the oh things we talked about? If, if you want to reveal them, unless you want to save some of them for uh, Jeez, uh, character what stuff. What did we talk about? We Hold talked on. about your dad. Uh, origin story. Oh yeah, so like all that. Yeah, there's no reason why it will co ever come up. So yeah, we could talk about that. And we also talked about Meemaw's origin story. Yeah, which I think is very funny. Um, so why don't we talk about like what's up with Chester's dad and being a vampire? And like Chester's dad is originally from Nex. Uh, you know, the wizard place. And uh, farming out there is very rough. There's very few places to well, the farming will work because of the the last attack in the great war between Geb and Nex ruined like the the ground it's like they salted the earth with acid um, so everything's ruined. Chester's dad worked on one of those farms and eventually wanted to leave to make it big in a nearby city or small settlement or a settlement in Nex. So he left and the way I have determined it, which could change if the DM decided to do something with it later on. But this is my base background before it is before being changed is that uh, while his dad was there, he got caught up in a Geb plot to take over this small village or tiny city. Um, with vampires he became a spawn adventurers showed up do what they do killed the one who spawned him and therefore gave him his free will and he skedaddled because next don't like undead for I, just some reason 
Uh, he yeah. ran off, made it to the area R-U-N-O-F-T. around Alkenstar. Yeah, he done R U N N O F T. Run off, uh, made it to the out the 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 farmlands of Alkenstar, and uh, happened to see that one of the houses was about to get raided by bandits, and uh, that was Annie Williams house the farm and so she was fighting him off and he ran up and helped fight him off and she was just like you look rough and like you need a place to stay and you help me so why don't you just stay on the farm we got people like this that come around all the time you can feed on them and uh you keep us safe we keep you safe and eventually they fell in love they had to and then, I like the way that you kill people. You want to stay for dinner? And then one day there was a knock on the door. <laughs> they opened the door, and there's Meemaw, not Williams, the last name for Chester's dad, which doesn't we matter. Because everybody on the farm is Williams. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she saw her son, a vampire, his wife, and their child, a vampire, and promptly had a heart attack. And <laughs> has haunted the front porch of the farm. <laughs> that's, that's the that's, that's the basis, basis of it. That's what we came up with when we were ironing out the details, and I could not love it anymore. The uh, porch ghost on, on the on the rocking chair is basically my favorite thing. And you were asking me if the chair could be like <laughs> a magical chair. And I was like, dude, part of the rules of being a ghost, if you interact with an object That's for right. a certain amount of time, it'll That's become right. part of you or whatever. Mm-hmm. It was great. Cause Derek wanted me to exist. And before that, I had just determined that everybody on the farm, except for his mom and dad, his dad's no longer on the farm. There was only everybody on the farm was a found family. Cause mm-hmm. Annie brings in people to help him. Um, but Derek was like, no, Meemaw Williams needs to be family, blood. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right. And he's like, I want him to be undead, too. And we oh we God. workshopped ideas. She couldn't be a vampire because that would give us an easy way to know if Chester's dad was alive. Because if she he turned her and suddenly she didn't have the, you know, vampire spawn stuff going on, well, then you know he's dead. So it couldn't be vampire. Skeleton and zombies are yucky. What if she got turned by a different one? Just uh, like, but that's just such a coincidence. Yeah, I you know? know, coincidentally. Yeah. Um, so the ghost was not only was it funny, it worked the best. Yeah, we. Uh, I was leaning zombie at first, but there's actually rules about being a zombie, and you crave the taste of living flesh, which is problem. Well, I mean, you could have worked with ghoul? it on the farm, but cold would be worse. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's you crave the taste of living flesh, but even more. Yeah, yeah. yeah zombie would be problematic. Uh, but you know, Jacob, I think came up with ghost, and ghost is yeah. the best. Ghost, I think ghost, ghost works. works out the best. Uh, that way, you can't get rid of her. And the it thing- also wa- suits your wacky farm feel. Yeah, it and does. The thing about ghosts is like they have something that binds them to an area, and we were talking about it. And the thing that binds her is because she went looking for her son who went missing forever ago, and when she found him, he had had like all these major life events that yeah. she didn't get to see. Yeah, and so she never got to see any like uh, major moment of her family. Ever basically, basically, and so she's tied to that house. Yeah, her, 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 what ties her to living is seeing her family live. So she'll pass on when they pass on. Is basically what we rolled. Wait. Or if like there was a mate, like uh, if Chester had like a couple major events, maybe yeah. she would pass on. Yeah, there you go. Why does she hate on Chester? That's if they're she, literally the reason that she stays. She. That's there. how she shows her love. Okay, crotch, she's just one of those mean, loving people. old woman, yeah. She's ancient looking. She's yeah. like in her, if she's a human, would have been in like her late 90s. Yeah. So like she's just, you know, angry old person, but that's how she shows her love. She was the type of old where if somebody left the soup in the microwave too long and it popped once, she would have also had a heart attack. <laughs> it wouldn't have took much. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, and she's also the kind of old where she just says whatever she feels like saying. Yeah. Not enough time to him and haul. <laughs> no, she's done, you know, mincing words. She'll just say whatever she wants to. Yep. And she really likes ripping up Chester. Yep. Somebody's got to, he's got to be tough and his mama loves him too much. Yeah. Uh, I love the farm. I'm glad we got uh, some time to go visit it here, honestly. I feel like I led Jacob on with it being bigger tied to like the Muglin thing, but no, this is like our beach episode. This is our nice fun episode. Yeah, nice mm-hmm. fun episode. It this was feel a, good. This and is even a safe place. You're gonna have a fight with this thing, you know. High level mom alchemist is around, so you're probably fine. Yeah. She does this all the time. Yeah. Yo, Mima's so old, her driver's license got hieroglyphics on it. <laughs> 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 I did, I did look it up. Have a license. I did look it up, and I did briefly consider Mummy for the Mima. Oh my god, oh my that would have been so funny. I, I liked Ghost better. Ghost uh, is very fun. That's yeah. my Mummy. That's my Mummy. I, I like my Ghost me, because mummy. she can actually haunt your dreams and float through the walls. <laughs> that's great. You can't lock her out. No. That may, that's so much better as a ghost. Mima, we've been over this. <laughs> Get out of my room. And she has she absolutely no problem, really, with uh-huh. Annie Williams. It's just, oh, no. It's just Chester. And maybe some farmhands. Someone's got to toughen Chester up, you know? And maybe some of the farmhands, too. Yeah. But, like... And then, like... Like Wit. Yeah. <laughs> she might not like Wit. And then she, all Chester's friends, she's really nice to, but Chester mm-hmm. himself... Does not, oh. does not show oh, kindness. Oh, you gotta keep this sour son of a bitch alive. <laughs> that is a heavy bird that you wear. <laughs> she probably torments Wit, really. <laughs> Wit's probably afraid to go to the main house. Just Wit sticks, lives in a barn. Just sticks to one of the barn houses. You're still not wearing sunscreen, are you? <laughs> I can tell because you look like a rutabaga. I don't need sunscreen, me mom. I'm not a vampire. <laughs> you shut up, you old woman. <laughs> I love you, Chester. I love to be grudging of you. Please pass on. I can't wait till you're not here anymore. Like, is Chester going to become religious just so he could pray for Mima to pass? He has threatened to get exorcisms before. It's funny. One of the archetypes Psykir was thinking about taking when yes. you just level up was an exorcist. Yeah. Archetype uh-huh. that would have been. I, I like awkward. to imagine at some point in the past when Chester was like a preteen, people like um, followers of Phrasma came by and they quickly had to shuffle Mima inside with her ghost uh, rocking chair because that would be frowned on. It's like, don't worry, ain't nothing suspicious here. Why are you shoving me inside? <laughs> they can't make me pass out. That's just my Mima. She's fine. There, I feel like there would be a difference between a forcefully reanimated soul and somebody who has unfinished business because Probably. that's that's kind of phrasma e tbh uh, uh-huh. it's, it's actually funny you bring that up because um in uh 2e at least uh mm-hmm. there seems to be kind of a difference oh. between undead uh i mean i think they might be part of the same thing here yeah okay so ghosts do have on un- the undead trait mm-hmm. oh yeah but they also have like the ghost is a trait incorporeal of course and then spirit and like spirit and undead seem to be related but different. Oh, that's it's interesting. Like there's archetypes around hunting undead and ones around exorcist, which is like spirit specifically. That's interesting. Huh. Which is interesting. I, I kind of like the way things like this are organized with the traits in 2E. Uh, spirits are ephemeral creatures defined by their spiritual self, often lacking a physical form. 
but yeah, I, I'm I'm super stoked with the farm. I wish I kind of wish we could do more with it, integrated with the plot. But I feel like it is best used as the beach episode. Yeah, I feel oh, yeah. Especially because this is like right if we were gauging like adventure path stuff, this is like right in the middle of the adventure path. Yeah. Um, nice little break. But without any further ado, why don't we why don't we go back to the farm? Back to old Annie Williams' farm. And let's roll initiative. Uh, well, before we roll initiative, we're going, like, way before, centuries before, oh Starstone was raised. <laughs> the Wizard Kings Help Nex me. and Geb warred with one another, Perish. scarring the land between them into <laughs> I a... I wish you would pass on. <laughs> Why won't you die? Into a devastated, unstable magic resident. Where Chester's dad came from. From the glowing ashes of the mana oh. wastes arose Alkenstar, the city of smog. A metropolis of airships, skyscrapers, factories, and clockwork wonders. To the world, Star is the pinnacle of innovation and determination in the face of insurmountable odds. Odds. On its streets, life in Alkenstar is a nonstop race to stay ahead of the competition. And it is here that a desperate group, hungry for revenge, living on the edge of the law, hunts for the ones who cast them out. They are the outlaws of Alkenstar. If Chester dies, I'm just going to tack on the ghost dedication and move on from there. Oh my god. <laughs> you just said keep, I'm dead? I ain't going to get You just keep playing as ghost Chester till you kill Muglin. <laughs> That's your unfinished business. Chester, it is much more important now that you stay at least 35 feet away from me. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> there is not a body anymore, Chester. <laughs> It'd actually be really hard for you to continue the adventure as a ghost. I know, I know, I know. But that is funny. Yeah, but nothing could hurt you about magic. <sighs> I just cannot express how funny <laughs> it would be if one of us died in this combat. Stop Horribly foreshadowing. Sad. Yes, but it would be hilarious. Stop foreshadowing, you wood. monster. There we go. Oh. There we are. Yeah. Got a knock on it. Yeah. Uh, Okay. I'd be throwing salt over my shoulder. (laughs) All right. I will hang up a horseshoe the proper way. Pick up a penny on heads. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, when we last left our brave band of outlaws, you had returned at long last from the cradle of courts after finding Kosawana and learning about how Mugland has uh, basically access to a reverse engineered pyronite. Um, and you were headed back into Alkenstar. But Chester had some weird dreams because he ate some beans or rat or something. It was all that magic wasteland rat. And y'all decided to go visit the farm, you know, take a breather. Uh, reluctantly. But you, honestly, it's been good for you. I feel like it's almost been therapeutic, aside from Meemaw. Uh, <laughs> Meemaw's part of the therapy. <laughs> but you've got to see the, the legendary as farm. As calming as electroshock therapy. <laughs> oh. Negative reinforcement. <laughs> Negative, because she's a ghost. <laughs> I did that I'm on sorry, purpose. I'm sorry, you're trying so hard. <laughs> you also... My favorite bitch, Grayson. You all... <laughs> Uh, you met Chester's mom. You met Meemaw Williams. You got to see Wit and Opal, which is the name of the... Yes. The oh, good job. And I wrestled with this afterwards. Yeah. Uh, you've, good you job. You got to hang out with them again. You had a big old country lunch in the middle of the day. Got to see the goat with hands for horns. Oh. It stole a bolt. Yep. It ate it. It ate my bolt. <laughs> we got to hang out on the farm, and it was honestly genuinely yep. a great time. And uh, your farm. mama was so happy to see you, squeeze the dickens out of you, uh, and then The you, dick is just squeezed right out. You shut up. Uh, like toothpaste. Not with mama around. Not with mama around. Not with mama around. Okay, this is OOC. Your mother is <laughs> fake. <laughs> you... <laughs> 
You went. Your mother is fake. After, your mother is fake. After lunch, she perked up and asked for your help uh, with one of these experiments she had with a concoction she uh, cooked up from things she found in the mana waste to help her grow mushrooms better. Mushrooms are a new like cash crop apparently for yeah, her. Yeah, I wonder why. It's almost like there's a small section of partial drows in the area. Oh, you know, a couple farms over. This is referencing our one little funness right now again. Yeah. Mushrooms. I have a half drow, half elf. From Alkenstar. Uh, but uh, you, she she tried this thing and it was in like a testing zone with the fence and you're behind a little blast shield uh-huh. and spritzed it and it started to grow uncontrollably into this horrifying like almost tree trunk shaped tentacled beast with mushrooms growing out the top that and a bunch works. of like that viney works. arms. It looks like a penis. Yes, it, it does. It does kind of look it penile, yes. Does. It looks very penile. I don't penile. think that's intended, but it does. We'll call it the Dickens plant. Uh, it was squeezed out of Chester. Yep, this is no, what it was. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> 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 Your mother is fake. <laughs> <laughs> but with that being said, uh Initiative? I think it's I think it's <gasps> about time to roll for initiative. As a free action. Chester's collar is going to activate and inject him with Drakenheart mutagen. Oh my god, girl. You take one piercing also damage. Also increasing my perception by two. And I'm not gonna roll. After you then, I see. After you. I'm lucky my perception's so large. God damn, Anna Williams. Uh, <laughs> wait, what, dang. Any, what is any roll? 39. Hot dog, go mama! Plus 21. Christ on a stick. What she, level is she? She's as strong as the Hound of Tendolos. Uh, all right. So, Chester, what was your initiative? I got a four on the die for 21. Oh, right. not doing so mama. well in front of Mama. Oh, my gosh. For, yeah, first in the order is going to be Annie with a 39 total for initiative. Oh, I don't kick his butt. I'm going to be real with you. <gasps> it's a tendriculous. I haven't fully... Statted her out, but I have some. Uh, I have some things to do that's, here. Yeah, that's what Pavel becomes. Yeah. Yeah. No, he becomes a creeping pile. He becomes. I became a shambling he mound. He does both. Oh, okay. Because it's creeping ridiculous. Pile. Remember? Christ. Oh yeah, oh yeah. God. That helps. Yeah. Why does that help me remember? <laughs> I thought that we just rins. fought a tendriculus. Or, I don't think so. What you gonna do, no, Annie Williams? No, we fought a tendriculus, and she cast explosion of rot on it. Yeah. Oh, you mean in? Okay, yeah. Oh, okay, explosion yes. of I rot is the druid's thing. fireball. Yeah. <laughs> Annie Williams gonna hurt this thing. Good. Annie Williams gonna pop on a quick bomber, a couple alchemist fires. <laughs> yes. Is this thing intelligent? Uh, you would have to roll a knowledge check. I uh, just want to know, so I don't waste time. I won't kill it. Free info. Uh, but it's the beach episode. Annie Williams is like, wow, hail. And uh, chucks a uh, ball, uh, a, a alchemical, red glowing alchemical vial at it. Uh, Chester's already wearing shades and smoking a cigar. <laughs> you got that. <laughs> Am I going to get to act? Who said that you could smoke in my house, Chester Williams? Yeah, outside. On my farm, Chester Williams. We're outside. On my farm. Um, I don't like being both your grandmother and your mom. Question: Do you add your intelligence modifier to damage? I forget. No. Okay. Cool. That's an easy one then. But then uh, again, I'm also not a, like an alchemist, so they could have a special thing. This is an NPC, so it technically doesn't matter because they don't go. have character levels. Um, so I think that's a total of. Are you going to win this fight before we can play? 
think that's a 35, I which really is a critical wanted to hit, hit Damn, without a natural dog. 20. This, is, this fight's going to go exactly like how your Drider fight went when I had a level 12 Barbarian with your level 5 crew. Yep. Yeah. You're going to crush it before we can even really play. I shouldn't have after you'd. Andy Williams is... Almost max damage. Good heavens. Good heavens. Well, 3d8 got 778. Andy Williams puts a hurting on this thing. 44. Does it look like it all went through? Yup. In fact, mm-hmm. it looks like it really doesn't like fire. Ah, ah. I see. I'm never going to get to act. And then me- regular hit with another one, but she only has so many. Uh Oh. That's a bad roll. Two, Eight two, points four. of damage plus Actually, it's a really bad roll. You get 3d8 with your bombs. Oh, you using... Oh, wait, it's NPC stuff. It don't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, but it doesn't matter. Yes. Yes, but it doesn't matter. Uh, okay, and I think with that, that's all she can do this turn. You also add the splash damage to it. Oh, don't worry about it. Okay. I got it handled. It's NPC stuff. All right. Don't worry about it. Got it. Word. Remember, I'm not playing a lore-accurate alchemist. I'm playing Annie Williams. Uh, Okay, but that is all she can do um, for this turn, uh, which means next in the order is going to be Saikir. I will give you the option if you want to explode or not. That is up to you. Let's see if I explode. Uh Uh-oh. I explode. You explode? I was going to say, you didn't have to roll if you didn't want to. Don't you have to roll twice, though? I do have to roll it twice, actually. Do you roll twice on the table? No, I roll twice on the table. On the table. Ah. Yeah. Uh, give me 2d20 rolls. <gasps> is it going to be is more incorrect. plants? Oh, no. Not more plants. <laughs> That's not a roll. That's gold. 13. Oh, no. It's and just 13. 13. Two. Well, what do we get? Tinge of terror. All creatures within 20 feet are affected by a powerful fright. They attempt oh a will God. save. Becoming frightened one on a failure, frightened two on a critical failure. Uh, so ah! everyone, give me will save, including Annie Williams. Come on, new. Oh, that's a good roll. That is resilience a rune. Twenty-six will. Ah! I see. What is my spellcasting thing now? Twenty-six. I see. Oh, I just made that. Then wow, my I, will is I very failed. bad. I got a twenty-one. My will one plus 12. I got a 26. Okay, so you're good. Annie's very good. 29. Ah. Okay. <laughs> so, so I'm frightened. Frightened one. This is like echoes of of, know, of that, right? that episode that we actually record, like list aired last, and I'm salty. Uh, but that's going to be basically a minus one to everything for one round because it ticks down every round. Yep. Uh, okay, but now it's your turn, Psych here. What do you want to do? Do I know if this thing is intelligent? You'd have to spend an action to recall knowledge, uh, nature, nature check. And knowledge nature was supposed to be a dumb skill. Yeah, Derek. I'm sorry, this is outside the scope of the adventure path in the player's guide. It doesn't matter, we've had to roll so many nature checks. I see. <sighs> okay, here I go. I will burn you to the ground. Natural three, was that a nature check? Yeah. Uh, I mean, this thing looks wild. <laughs> okay. Oh, a natural three plus Two for five. Oh, it's a me roll. What you want to do, Psych here? Is this living? I mean, it's writhing. It's not undead. Is it a creature? It's a plant. What are you thinking about? Painful vibrations. Uh, You should just Kamehameha. That takes two rounds. Oh, true. Anyway, I'm supposed to go again. I might not be here. (laughs) I think creature is thing you are fighting. Yes. Okay. Then I will cast painful vibrations against it. Uh, okay, so I, what do I roll? Fortitude. It's right there. 
Fort Fortitude, 26. DC 26. Oh, okay. Oh. Regular success. Half damage from it then. Uh, oh, I got a pretty good roll there. Oh, look at all those ones. Ones and twos. Uh, all right, so that's going to be 19. Halved is nine. I feel this. Um, okay, so that's the end of your turn. One action, recall knowledge. Two mm-hmm. actions to painful vibrations. That's that. Next in the order is going to be the <laughs> turn. Uh-oh. Mm. He's kind of hurt, not going to lie. I just came into this world. What's going on? Uh, he is going to shimmy shamble. A grand total of 20 feet closer to y'all. Did he only move 20 feet? I don't know. Or is that all he needs to move? <laughs> that might be all it needs to move. Are we really out of reach? Uh, oh, no. Derek is measuring frantically. Frantic measurements. <sighs> yeah, How you're, far looks can like you reach? one square out of reach. I'm assuming you well, got a 15 foot reach. Annie Williams built her little thing correctly because it has to take two actions to move. Oh, that's Hot glorious. Hmm. And who do I want to slap? Uh, it's going to... Mima. Mima. wants to slap Mima. Actually, it's not going to slap. It's going to move up, and it's going to try to take a bite. I'm just going to roll a d4 here. One, two, three, four going down. It's Chester! It's farm life. Chester's used to this. <laughs> Chester's like, ah, oh, feels like it home. It goes to bite Chester here. That's it's the actually- first time I've been eaten by a plant! <laughs> oh, that hovered on a 20. Boy. It really did. 26. <laughs> Miss. Uh. Missed. Chester's AC is 27 because his collar stuck him when he did You did initiative. take one point of damage, right? It does one point of piercing damage when you do that. That's kind of kinky. I did now, but it misses. It does miss. It bounces off your armor, I guess, as it tries to bite into you, and that's all it can do because oh. I placed it 40-something feet away. Oh, twindiculous. Uh, okay. Derek. Chester's turn. It is Chester's turn. <laughs> Chester, don't kill it. I want to try to hit. Oh, Chester's going to bomb it. Chester's going to devise no, a... No, we're going to get splashed. No, you're not. Oh, you changed Chester's going to devise a stratagem and do a recall knowledge at the same time. Nature. Really? Yeah. Mm. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, the nature check is 17 on the die plus 11 is 28. That's a that's a success. This is in fact a tendriculus. What? These strange amalgams of plant and fungus with animal tendencies form where the natural world is corrupted by foul magic. Is it uh, got any defenses? I'm looking for weaknesses, resistances. Uh, well, would you know it's immune to acid? It resists oh. piercing and slashing, but only by five. Oh. And it has weakness to fire. <gasps> oh. <laughs> wow. So Annie knows what she's doing. Yep. Uh, Chester will relay the information. Part of it will be relevant for our swashbuckling friend. I mean, that's all I got is piercing, so... And then Chester's going to chuck a Lyserium moderate at it. Oh, fancy schmancy. Yep. That is a 12 on the die plus 17 for 29. That'll hit. Actually, 30. Jeez, yeah, that'll hit. So let me pop up there and click on my... Oh, it's already on, so it was just 29. My bad. And that will be... I believe it is 2d8 plus 2d6. And it's been an action to throw it. Yeah. That's going to be 10, 14, 20, 20 persistent damage. And it doesn't do splash damage, Mm -hmm. so it will only be 20 fire damage. Okay. It's turn. It will take four persistent damage. Uh. Oh, does does um, Annie Williams have a reaction to Lyserium? That might not be something she's seen before. 
Uh, I mean, it looks like an alchemist fire. Oh, okay. Just more finely packed in a bottle. Like a smaller bottle. Uh. Oh, it's lighter. Yes. So that's two actions from you, Chester. What would you like to do for your third action? Oh. Uh, uh, Chester. And what, what is my persistent damage total? Four. Uh, then Chester will raise his shield. Okay, raise your shield. And then now it is Eleanor's turn. This thing looks messed the heck up. It's Quick been question. burned real bad. Yeah? Can one tumble through a ch- creature of this size? That is a good question. I believe um, so. Yeah. Just as, making sure. As a matter of fact, if you if you look at other games, the bigger a creature is, the easier it is to tumble through because they're so big. Yeah, you can do it. Um, you basically move through its space. I have enough movement, even but, if it's difficult terrain. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. When you move through its space, you have to go at half speed, basically. But I have panache, so I have 35 feet right now. Yeah, so you can you can get through. I can totally like. get through. I'm going to attempt to tumble through. Okay. I have panache already. Oh yeah, Jacob is right about that with them being big. Hold on. <laughs> Having panache grants bonuses to speed, tumble through, and other actions according to style. I have panache. Uh, my acrobatics is 18 plus one because I have panache. That is a natty 15 for a 34. 34, yeah. uh, that will critically succeed. Boy. The only benefit it gives me is I don't have um, difficult terrain. A 34 critically succeeds? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'd like critical on a 16. Well, this isn't hitting it. This, this is, is just tumbling a through. tumble through. Oh, oh okay, okay. Yeah, okay. this is just a tumble through. Of course, I rolled well on that, which means I'll roll poorly on that, but I will get half damage. I mean, full damage. Yeah. All right, hey. so, and now I'm going to attempt a strike with my precise strike finisher. Okay. And I rolled a two, so like I said. Anyway, um, that adds up to an 18. I doubt it's going to hit, but I try. But I will do full precision damage. So let me roll that. 3d6. Okay. Missing and doing 3d6 is kind of nice. I just have to roll high enough to beat the resistance. Yeah. Watch me not beat the resistance. Got a good shot. It doesn't have a lot. Oh, oh, I did. Um, that is 16 damage. All right, so just too short of max. Decent amount will get through. Mm. Uh, but it's and then still alive. Only I'm barely. going to raise my buckler. All right, the top of a new round. And I'm no longer frightened, right? Annie Williams looks at this thing and smiles. Like you do it so good, Chester. You want to uh, finish it off? No, you can do it, Ma. Are you sure? I'm positive. You Are go you ahead. Sure? All right. As she chucks a... This thing's about to bite me. Please don't let it. Moderate alchemist <laughs> fire at it. Uh, Not a good roll, but still going to hit normal damage. Oh, no. Does Chester take splash damage? Yep. <laughs> so does Eleanor. Is it two Am I not three? far enough away? It's two. Two splash damage to Chester and Eleanor. No, okay. you're, you're, it's, it's all if it's you're around the creature. Uh, and then... I roll really low on my moderate here. Oh. Oh, not dead after one. Hmm. Gasp. Wow. Too bad I have another attack. Unless Quick Bomber has Flourish, which I'm 99% sure it doesn't. Nah. Oh, do I actually miss? <gasps> It'll still take the splash damage and take the weakness. You're right. So she misses <laughs> a little bit. 
just like singes it and it splashes on it and it just goes up in flames. Killing ah. it. The splash damage actually does kill it. Good call. I miss burning I stuff on the act. farm. <laughs> yep. Uh, and honestly, don't worry too much about the damage all y'all took in there because you're going to rest. So yeah. it's not really a big deal. Mrs. Williams. If you wouldn't mind, could I have that spray bottle? You can't spray take- bottle? I mean, it's just a little spray bottle. You, if you want it, you can. And a little Does trinket. it still have some of the stuff in it? No, it doesn't have any. It used it all up in this thing. Did you want to do Did that to yours? Did you make more? Uh, I mean, I, I'm, I need to work on the formula a little bit more before I iron this out. It's not a real item in the game. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, my spray bottle of Calls Trendiculous. Yes. <laughs> it's like Calls Bear. Oh my god. But I mean, I can keep, if you want any fun little alchemical things, I have a unique and, and uh, rare collection of, I, uh, I of items around here. I just a bottle full of that with a mushroom that I could tie to the outside of it. Throw it in. Cause tendriculus. <laughs> that sounds really cool, but the GM just made this up. There, so. are, there, there are items like that there, if you there look are. in the treasure vault. Basically, if you guys want some rare or uncommon alchemical items from Treasure Vault or other places, you can get them here. Um, but mechanically, Derek just made up calls Tendriculus because it fit. It's fun. And actually, these creatures are things that you would find in the Mana Wastes. Yeah. So it's very appropriate. Um, but she she looks at Chester and says, what, what is that little? That was the smallest little alchemist fire I think I ever seen. Did you make that? No, no. Uh, another guy made it. Oh, you it. brewed it, didn't you? I brewed it, yeah. Look at I, you growing up so much. Oh, rubs your head. We killed the original you. creator. Yeah, he's dead now. Oh. he's he's He killed our friend. He, he's the one I wrote the letter to you about. He killed our friend. Her fiance. That's not for He'll whisper this to Eleanor. Curses like under her breath. Pulling the sword out of the. <laughs> so Eleanor can't hear it. It's like, this is what we'll talk about every day. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I didn't know this was such a sensitive topic. You okay, son? You've been through a lot. I, I'm fine, Ma. I'm fine. Hey, on that note, he's going to pull her off to the side a little bit. Hey, hey, don't. Don't go into Alcastar for a little bit till we finish our business, okay? Just to keep the farm safe. I want them to find out about the things here. They got corrupt shield marshals, and I know you got a bunch of maybe at one point wanted people that come through here sometimes, so we don't want them oh, to... Oh, son, don't worry about me. I can handle myself. I know you can. Hey, the first time I had gangs come after me. I Well, the gangs ain't the issue. It's just, it's, it's just I just won't be careful. Like, and Also, look out for things with tentacles, because I had to run in with some eldritch dudes and uh, they aren't nice either. So just like keep her out, just in case. You're saying a bunch of vague things. You're going to make me tear up my son's all grown up and getting in his own trouble oh, and fixing his own tentacles? problems. Don't worry about it. Eldritch Jade. I let, just want to hear about yog That's not his name. yog That's better. yog yes, yes, let me tell you about yog here. Uh, ma'am. <laughs> Wait, you sound like a like like a door to door evangelist when you said that. Let me tell you about Yogsothoth. Have you heard yeah. the good word of Yogsothoth? Have you heard the bad so, word of Yogsothoth? <laughs> so, as you know, plainly obvious, Psyche kind of reaches their hands up and shakes about the metal. Clack, clack, clack. Yes, clack, clack, clack. clack. Much ado, um, Max Miller. Hardtack, clack, clack. Yeah. Bry, clack, clack. Bangs uh, metal together, Bry, yes. clack, clack. I am a Bryite. Right. And uh, as you probably know, granted that you seem to be a very well-educated lady, oh. uh, there is a theory that Bry has partial 
an investment in the domain of time. At least in some aspects, we've kind of found out that's not the case. Well, I don't know much about religion. I, I gotta admit, I'm a bit more practical, down to earth than my me? sciences. Well, two things could have the same domain, right? I've never heard of a uh, time, or I've heard of Bri. You know, I've I go to town. I've never heard of time. I've never heard of this Yogg-Sothoth stuff. Yeah, we learned about an Eldritch class. Eldritch class? They teach that now. That's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> it's what not to look for. I Eleanor see. shrugs. They get stabbed well. Anyway. But I'm so happy. I mean, look, I haven't met many other magical type people, anyway. but you, uh, I just... <laughs> this group has attracted the attention, vaguely, of something not great. Space gods. Of, of something very similar oh, I mean, to a god. Then don't think too much about it. We're out here in the mana waste. We attract all sorts of weird attention because of the just warped magical realities around here. Yeah. Sometimes it's outer alien space gods and sometimes it's, I don't know, someone from another plane popping in. Elementals. We're just kind of a, a hole ripped in the world for everyone to come through. Kobolds. Regular Balls. bandits. We have encountered kobolds. aliens before. I haven't seen kobolds out here. Small little dragon people. Gnolls. <laughs> oh, you just can't, can <laughs> you, you can't Jacob? win for losing. I can't. I can't. Rogue machines. This place dangerous. Spirits. Tendriculus assistances. Do, do you need? Do you need assistance with with the rogue spirit? Oh, Mima. Is she, Williams? is she a threat nah. to herself or others? Nah, some people find her a little abrasive, but she's fine. She likes it here on the farm. She's a threat. Uh, she's a threat. <laughs> she's a threat to Chester's self-esteem. Do you need counsel? I, I I don't know, man. I She seems to get along pretty nice with me, but uh, I don't know. She, she likes to pick on some people. I honestly don't know what's got her stuck here, but uh, she seems happy enough. Unless some people bug her. Looking at Jacob. Just sighs, looking, looking at, at Chester, Chester with a Wait smile. Wait until she finds out that Chester and I are affianced. Wait, what? I'm going to ignore that, because that's not knows that's You stop <laughs> You stop that God! Chester, you getting married? No. <laughs> it's okay, we broke up. <laughs> you couldn't hold out a girlfriend to your life, or them friend, or he friend. Anywho, <laughs> I think it's about time we get back to Alkenstein. You should see who he dated in high school. Al- Kill you again, Mima. <laughs> yes, uh, we have found out that there is actually a ploy for massive amounts of fire damage to be aimed at Elkenstar from either Geb or Nex. Or within. Or within. They might not be trying to sell it. See, yeah, the Pyronite. Just look, keep an eye out and try not to make a fuss in Elkenstar. We got this. I did tell them that if I die, send my body to the farm. You talking weird, son. But you ain't got to worry about that none. I live forever. Uh-huh. Well, I'm so proud of you growing up and having these adventures. Oh, one of these days you're going to have bigger tails than I'll even have. Only one of us has a tail. <laughs> she actually laughs out loud at that because that's funny. <laughs> that, that is, is funny. That's funny. She uh. puts like one hand on psych here, one hand on her. Y'all keep my son safe, all right? I have lost enough. The music's... <laughs> just 
music I got distracted by the stopped music. (laughs) Just what did you even say? I have I have lost enough. The the, the camera pan goes wide. (laughs) Just imagine Eleanor does a hundred yards stare. (laughs) Annie Williams is trying to be comforting and nice to y'all, and y'all are being the most like we're gonna die. We're on a suicide. I said we're not gonna die. I said if I die, I'm being practical. I mean, he did lose Al. Anywho. Anywho. Banjo music stops. Banjo music stops. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, well, <clears throat> well, thank y'all for helping with this. I, 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 you know I do this stuff a lot, but it was, it was nice seeing you not get swallowed whole by one of these things for once. I know, right? I'm much better than I been once swallowed was. swallowed whole by a tentaculus oh, before? Don't worry about it. You should have seen it. the first time. Anyone's such a mess? <laughs> I I got I, I asked to help one time and I got swallowed. It wasn't fun. Uh, he's dying How old for a were week. You? I was like a teenager. Is that why Chester hates Sykeer's plants so much? No, because they got they exploded, messed with him in the first fight. Yeah, because you roll a twenty to get away from plants. <laughs> I think that's a Jacob thing. That could be both. Jacob and uh, Chester blur the lines when it comes to plants. <laughs> I see. <laughs> I've fought many plants. But I have one of his baby pictures. No, no, no. <laughs> you don't need that. I don't know what kind Mima? of magic she could have. She can't touch things, ha. Huh? She can't give me permission, though. Mima! <laughs> Mima, oh, it ain't worth I don't everyone know if, knows. I don't know if I have any spare uh, printouts from the pictures. No, wait, I saw that wink. <laughs> oh, slow wink. <laughs> what magic are you going to do, Zach, here? <laughs> I'm making a scrapbook. Oh, okay, that's Eleanor's fine. Eleanor's just like, look at his <laughs> tiny little tooth. <laughs> little fang. It's good to know that his butt has stayed exactly that pale from day one. <laughs> <laughs> why would you have seen... I don't want to know why you would have seen his butt. His uh, baby picture. No, no but like that. now. I mean, skin. And whenever you got attacked by uh, Lyserius, <laughs> he burned off his pants. <laughs> there you go. There you go. My We've been traveling is... together for a while. We, we need to... Uh, what happened to get back to town, Psych here? We need to... We need to <laughs> what happened to get back to town? What happened uh, to a big war? Now we got a war to avoid. Thank you, uh, ma'am. I'm going to tuck this into my bra. <laughs> it's just like baby Chester. You know how like in the cartoons they have like two teeth? Mm-hmm. It's just, just one, one, but it's a fang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does he have like an oversized pacifier like they do in the cartoons? Yeah. A pacifier oh, yeah. that's just all fucked up. Yeah. yeah. Really messed up. It's a man always pacifier. Yeah. Man no, more pacif- so his fang. Oh yeah. He likes to chew on it. And he's just mm. like... <laughs> That was that was really great radio, Derek. <laughs> great, great visual <laughs> joke. Great visual joke. I'm oh, sorry, I just made a dumb, goofy grin. Um, uh, also, you find under this that she's tucked away like a 15-year-old Chester school picture. Oh, yes! His cock acne. Oh, no. Acne, Chester! Braces? My mom loves me. My mom loves me. My mom loves me. Me that one might be something else. That that one's from me, Ma. That one's from me, Ma. Ma. Me, Ma likes me better. Ma, love you. She gives you a huge squeeze and hug and picks you up this time. Kiss on the cheek. Mm -hmm. He'll walk over, put the the ghost touch like sheet back over Meemaw, give her a hug, kiss her on the cheek. You Meemaw. (laughs) (laughs) Don't pass away too soon. Oh, I've already done it once. Oh my god. I've already done it once. Not too keen on repeat, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, everyone on your walk back to the airship. Wait, can, can we all get hugs? Of course, oh. she hugs both of you. Elder 
wants hugs. a hug. She just won't ask for he one. Psych here a little awkwardly. I don't know if y'all want to hug me, Ma. I will hug me, Ma. I'll pass on me, Ma. It's, it's weird hugging me, Ma. This is okay. You got a ghost touch sheet. It'll work. <laughs> That's why it's there. <laughs> Good money was spent on that sheet. Use it. <laughs> And she hugs Eleanor. Eleanor awkwardly uses the sheet because you told her she must. Gotta hug me, Ma. There, there. It's all right. But, but Mima's nice to the people who aren't Chester. Just don't do it without the sheet or her hand will go through you and you'll take damage. It yeah. doesn't happen to me, but that's okay. You will actually take damage if you don't have <laughs> the sheet. We will have a very interesting interaction. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, y'all get hugs and y'all get sent off. Um... And all the like airship crew people cannot stop talking about how good the food was. Oh yeah, on the farm. Oh yeah, they seem to love this. They're like, we need to come back here. Listen, my ma don't say no to visitors, so you Is come back whenever you want to. A normal stop for it's you. It's gonna Farrah. be a stop for them. I don't know if it'll be a stop because it's just outside of town, but I might have to come here for personal business. Listen, sometimes people gotta get out of town because too busy. Come on to the farm. She'll always welcome you. That's good to know. Uh, we all get back on the airship. Now y'all head back on into Alkenstar City. Woo! You fly over the city again. Um, you land uh, in Pilot Square. Let me show you guys the map. There we go. Good old map of Alkenstar. Uh, but you fly in over the Estradi River. You go to Skyside and land in Pilot Square. There's all the airships with their horses parked. <laughs> and there are people hawking, you know, <laughs> their ships, like trying to get passengers mm-hmm. and cargo. There's the tavern where you play darts. <laughs> <laughs> Elmer's great at darts. Uh, Miss Farah. Yeah. I happen to be going to a body shop to get a little bit of buffing done after this. Would you like to come with me? Of course. Uh, do they work on, uh, like, <laughs> horseless dirigibles as well as uh, it's body clockwork people? <laughs> It's mostly just finishing. I happen to have a ceramic coating that prevents scratches and uh, wear and tear. Very important whenever you're out in the sand. Something that might benefit. It kind of looks like the rear Everything's axle. just scratched to hell on the ship. You could benefit a little bit, right? There. You just gestured to all of me. <laughs> yes. Uh, she'll go with you down to the, the clockwork ripper dock. Um, yeah. Uh, she actually is sh- shops around for their automatons. It's like, I don't think I want to hire another porter again, but if we could get this guy to man the bar, that might be better. I get a feeling that he won't betray me as much as someone like Lucky will. That model over there has actually serviced with my guy before. Uh, he stopped getting quite as much business. So deactivated him, save on costs. But uh, very reliable, that one. Uh, yeah, she she probably actually gets a, a, a clockwork handler for the <laughs> ship just to do tasks. You know, the machines replacing the workers every day. I imagine that the, the sail goes through and Pharaoh leaves a little bit early while Psyker's still up on the rack. <laughs> just fist bumps uh, their body shop guy. Yeah. Uh, I do expect a cut, you know. <laughs> little finder's fee. Guess it's about time we head to the bar, huh? I'm going to be shiny as fuck. Uh, Kosawana Incandescent Kosawana also gets off the airship though This is cutting back a little bit mm-hmm. It's like uh, Guess I got a uh, He's Scottish right He's I mean, Scottish yes Sorry it's been a hot minute I, I just edited like three episodes two, uh. two, two or three episodes with him So I've been like Pretty intimately acquainted with his voice nowadays uh, I guess I gotta go back to the shop eh I mean you could always hang out with us uh, uh, We've got a place If you would rather be safe Nah I think I gotta clean up and uh, get sweep up Secret place 
wound up again. That is my disciple. The secret place, though. You are you sure you guys aren't off fiance? Because you bicker like you are. They really do. It's, a secret <laughs> place. it's our hideout. That is my disciple. Our hideout. Just because you are faithless does not mean I am not. I barely know him. Can you not sense the devotion? What's the name of the bar owner again? Phoebe Dunsmith. Phoebe might not like it if we bring more people in. It's her place. Eleanor we just stands back. I feel, I feel I w- out of place when you're arguing. We need to keep everybody keep your, who knows the pyronite recipe away. Keep your relational differences away from back. us. She did ask you to go find Kasawana. Oh, did she ask to bring him in? Not necessarily, but she uh, did you know, ask you to find all right, him. That's a fair point. Of course. Yeah. Good. Not arguing now. We're glad we agree now. Yeah. Because you're right. Me too. Good. I'm glad that you knew I'm right. Good. <laughs> I want to like, I like to whisper too. <laughs> you have to whisper too. What are we arguing about? <laughs> we agree now. We agree now. Go team. Go team. Yeah. <laughs> Does high five. Oh. Here. Reach. High fiving across the table. That high five. Great. Let's go to the bar. I'm the only one here equipped with Wi-Fi. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, good reception. Oh crap, I can't heal. The Wi-Fi is disconnected. <laughs> I can do this wired, but I'm going to need everybody to give me some space. <laughs> And maybe not look at me like this. Stairs. Uh, so you go back to the barrel and bullet. It's on. It's been a hot minute since you've been back here. Um, it's been a week. I'm trying I, to think. Mm, 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 mm. Before we go walking through the city, I would like to give Kasawana my hat. Hat of disguise. Oh. That's a good call, honestly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They got people looking for let's, him, probably. Let's be... Hmm. That's smart. I'm going to bundle up my stuff, like... My cloak over everything, just gonna have my ears and like my eyes, maybe my tail sticking out from under the cloak. I'm gonna see if he'll also be a cat folk so we can just be like a, a close familial relation. Chester will also be a cat folk. <laughs> okay. Eleanor has trauma related to being cat folk, so she's not sure about that. Dog she- folk. What? Remember Close she turned into a cat? It only, oh, lasted yeah. For, yeah. it only lasted for six seconds. Chester fixed that. That. And a werecat is not a cat folk. <laughs> oh, I did not mean to offend. I mean, cat is cat. <laughs> At that point in time, cat was cat. Uh-huh. Oh. Mm. Shut up. <laughs> Mama would have left that. Oh, my God, guys. Blurring the lines. Anywho. Anyway. Uh, yes, so you head back to the barrel back. and bullet. You, uh, for sake of narrative brevity... This episode is starting to run long again. Every time we touch the farm, yeah, <laughs> things go long. Uh, you, you basically what happens is you get back to the barrel and bullet. Um, I think it's like afternoon um, on a Tuesday, if my calendar tracking has been right. <laughs> it's not a lot of people there, uh, and it looks like Dunsmith like recognizes you, and you like make eyes at Kosawana in his disguise, mm-hmm. and she like takes him away to the back room and like basically debriefs him. Um, Thank you. We'll be attending that. Uh, Sam, the group's going to go back there and Mm -hmm. talk to her. What do you say to her? We tell her what happened. And then we say it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm just like, that's a lot that happens. It's a lot. So I think we just tell her what happened. There's nothing that we need to hide. We we play the tape. uh, Count of Tendlos. (laughs) Quartz. 
37 different ever-burning torches. Tendriculus. I know a body shop guy. <laughs> wait, that's too far. <laughs> and then Muglin died. Oh, wait. We're not there yet. Everybody look into the corner. Everybody get a corner. We've messed with the time stream. We need to get into a corner. <laughs> Jacob got afraid. Starts looking at the corner. I have a club. Yeah. Uh, uh, Phoebe like looks at you like, wow, that's a, that's a lot that y'all guys been through there. <laughs> I swear every time y'all come back in this goddamn bar, y'all tell me a more confusing story than the last one. How does this happen? Uh, well, you see, Yogg-Sothoth. Eldritch Horrors Beyond the Stars. That seems to come up I'm a God. lot in this one. Yeah. That's kind of weird, but cool. Uh, mm-hmm. that's, that's cool. You want to worship me? Nah. <laughs> I don't go to church. <laughs> you should. <laughs> you really should, Phoebe. I'm uncomfortable discussing this. I'm going to call HR. <laughs> she's basically a spy, so she's a bigger fan of Norgaber. You're not wrong. <laughs> Not that she is a Norgaber, right? But you're not wrong. Uh, no, but she says, "Well, thank you for bringing Coast Coastline. Coastline, I know you've been through a hell of a lot. If you need to stay here for a couple days, if you're trying to lay low and keep out of Muglin's sights, you you're totally welcome to do that. Um, if you don't mind, I'd like to meet with you guys more privately." Looks at Coastline. <laughs> he said, "Thank you for for getting me out of there. I, I'm gonna." Rest, my disciple. Rest. You should go talk to Gattleby. He also likes to blow stuff up. You should compare oh, notes. here. That, oh, that oh, would be... Oh, wait. That's right. He knows about Gattleby. I mean, he's going to find out anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I'd yeah. like to meet him. Uh, this is not going to go well for him. <laughs> Gattleby's <laughs> no, a meme. Nope. No, it's not. <laughs> uh, <laughs> poor, <laughs> poor Kasawana. <laughs> but he's going to go leave. Um, honestly, he's got to be... You all have to be tired, but you're kind of adventurers, so... Your John. Yep. Uh, we did just have more or less a day of rest. Minus one mm-hmm. little yeah. 12 little second bitty fight. Combat. But Kostawana's not just tired from the like fights and everything. He had a straight up existential crisis. Oh, he really did. He needs to go find a therapist. Uh, and also. Once we mm-hmm. get debriefed. Yeah. It's like here is going to go report to their little inn at the temple. I see. Making careful certain that people know about the danger of the 13th Ordinal. Uh, but Dunsmith, once Kosawana leaves, looks at you guys and says, uh, so the thing is, I haven't seen hide nor hair of Muglin since he hit Kosawana's workshop. Oh, that ain't good. Dead quiet. Uh, she paces back and forth in this, this room that you guys keep ending up back in. says, based on the intel you collected at Kosawana's workshop, I managed to dig up dirt on our old friend Muglin while you were out rescuing Kosawana. Ah, good. And I'll be blunt. The situation has gone down to shitter. Uh, she sits down, steeples her hands, Ooh. and starts looking over them. Turns out, Muglin and the Gilded Gunners figured out enough of Kosawana's Pyronite formula to actually make a working prototype. And they're looking to test it out at the vault of an establishment owned by one of Muglin's business rivals. It's a speakeasy in Skyside called speakeasy. The Steaming Kingdom. That's where they're. That's ground zero. That's where they're going to try and test it out. Do Needless we need to say, to warn somebody. Exactly. Uh, we don't want them to succeed, and you don't want them to succeed. And here's why: uh, Muglin is counting on the payday from this hit on the steaming kingdom. 
uh, to settle some of his debts with the Gilded Gunners. It seems he's run up quite a tab with what's uh, what he's been doing with that gang. The Gunner's boss is a deadly assassin named Sabora Sharkosa, and you guys knew this. We from know, yep, yeah. we know that name. Yeah. And she's holding up Muglin as collateral till he pays off what he owes her. If the Gunners can't get into the vault at the Steaming Kingdom, they don't get paid. And Muglin stays in the Gilded Gunner's hideout. As long as he's in there, we know where he is. Which means y'all can finally get your sweet revenge. She stands up and starts like pacing back and forth. He says, now I pulled a few strings for you. Uh, I got your names on the Steaming Kingdom's guest list. You can thank me later. And anyway, I suggest- thank you right now. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. And you would know, I think, without a check, that getting on the list for something like this in Skyside is like getting into the Longhorn Lounge. It's ah. it's not easy. Well, it wasn't that difficult for the Longhorn Lounge. The we are equivalent. exemplary people. <laughs> hmm. uh, <laughs> I didn't get into the Longhorn Lounge. I, I suggest you'll get over there and uh, meet with the owner, Vivelle Ramsley. And she's not going to shut down her establishment for a single night. So you're going to have to figure out some some way to get on her good side so you can save her club from becoming the next Ironside Quarter. And once you've foiled the Gilded Gunners' attack here, you want to tail them back to their hideout and pry the directions from them somewhere or the other. It doesn't matter to me. What matters is you find out exactly where their secret lair is, find Muglin, get your revenge, stop that goddamn secret from Pyronite from getting out into the world. You understand? We sure do. That sounds like a plan. And this is going to happen soon. I, my guess is going to be the next day or so. So as soon as you guys are rested and ready to go, you should get over to that establishment and try to convince Ramsley to, if she can't shut it down, just let you in there or something because Muglin's going to hit it, and I am super certain of it. Well, not Muglin, because Muglin's trapped at their hideouts. Yeah, well, his plan is to use the new Pyronite to hit the vault. Because yeah. we have to follow Muglin by proxy. But by proxy. I get to wear my fancy outfit again. <gasps> oh, yeah! Why don't you guys Eleanor make me... Eleanor looks excited. Fancy outfit. Let's go shopping. Why don't you make me some underworld lore or society checks oh. about... Clap, clap, clap. Shopping! The Steaming Kingdom. Yes. Oh, wait, I have Alkenstar lore. Would that work? I'll take that as uh, well. Underworld lore, you say? Yes. Or society? Either or. Oh, my society is four better. That's got to be it. I got a 17. Could I do bry lore? <laughs> No. Uh, 16 uh, plus 18 is 34. 34. And what was yours, Eleanor? 17. So, Aww. Eleanor, I think you've heard of the Steaming Kingdom. Um, you know it's some sort of like kind of, it's, it's, it's a speakeasy bar, but you don't know exactly where it is or what its deal is or why it's called that. Chester, Chester with a 34, you said? Uh-huh. You know that this place is a... Uh, like mostly underground in Skyside um, and is built off of some like hot springs that they found excavating these like they're basically building something out of the basements under Skyside uh-huh. and they found hot springs and turned it into basically a um, a speakeasy bar plus bathhouse. You know what this reminds me of? Oh my god, here's another anime trope coming in. This reminds me of the bathhouse from that Borderlands DLC, the western one. It, mm. it, yeah, actually. Yeah. Kind of, except this one's underground, mostly. I don't remember if that one was. No, it wasn't. But it's the same general, you know. This is pretty cool. Yeah, and you would also know that uh, Dunsmith getting you... The only people who get in there are like 
it's members only. And like with you having underworld lore, but making the success, even with society, I'll say, you know that like a lot of shady dealings happen oh. in there. So like, it's not like Ramsley is running necessarily a clean thing. She's just a rival formerly of Mugland. Ah. Hmm. The fact that Mugland is targeting Ramsley means that he's petty about some sort of past something. A competitor of Muglin. Right. Oh, interesting. I like bathhouses. Oh, no. I rust. Guys, don't wear your fancy clothes. Wear swimming trunks. (laughs) Eleanor, Eleanor pats her hair, but the waves, they frizz. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) they're gonna. (laughs) You would also know that, uh, I think Eleanor would also know this much, um, with a place like this, there's a no weapons policy. Oh. You can wear armor there, but you think it'll make you look obvious. But no like, weapons? You could, so it's no weapons, but you if you try to sneak something in, you either have to make a check or you have to go with something like a dagger that's already going to be light. I have a dagger. Or we talk to Ramsley and let her let us it's, use weapons. It's an ornamental rapier. You just need to disguise for show it as a purposes hat only. It's a support rapier. You need it for emotional, emotional support. support. It's my rapier. emotional support rapier. These are my emotional support bombs. <laughs> Chester's gonna have a hard time. Yeah. Getting stuff in. You gotta let me take the whip in. It's my kink. I see. <laughs> Honestly, I'd give you a bonus to make that lie with your collar that you're wearing. Uh, that's armor, so that's not even a weapon. They wouldn't care about that. No, your collar is a magic item, not armor. I mean, it's something you wear. It's not assault. Oh, this is going to be... Oh, this is going to be one... Huh. This... This is the first time we've had to handle something like this. Yep. I'm going to go talk to my people a in the temple. No weapon location. Huh. Sure. I do not like it. Uh, for mechanics sake, just before we move on here... Uh, if you have um, weapons with the concealable trait, which is or one-handed firearms and a concealed holster, which is an actual item you can get, you can uh, sneak that in without having to make a check. If you bring in a weapon of light bulk, you need to make a stealth check to conceal an object. How, um, how many weapons of light bulk can you take? <laughs> I mean, a great question. Is a hatchet light? I have hmm. many weapons of light bulb. I think I'll say one. That's a dagger? It's not very helpful. <laughs> I don't think, if you want to conceal a bomb, yes. If you want to conceal five bombs, bruh. I mean, like maybe 15 bombs? 16 bombs? Can I wear I my rapier in my if pants? We're going, if we're going to kink route, just make them beads. The smell of beads, bruh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I just want to hide a dagger in my pants so I can fight. Is that a dagger in your pants, or are you no, o- oddly not sharp? like that? Why? Uh, your your rapier you can't hide because it's bulk one. It's I don't not like you've made a very interesting what about decision a in attire. A dagger is um a light bulk. Mm-hmm. Um, I think even a dagger is something small enough to where you wouldn't have to um make a check. I could literally hide it in a ruffled fold. Yeah, I wouldn't think I'd make you make a check for a dagger, because it's one of the things they call out in here. 
Like a dagger and a pistol would be easy enough to get through. Okay, that's perfect. A pistol and dagger is all I need, except I will miss my beautiful rapier. Whatever will you do, Psykir? Oh no, whatever will Psykir do? <laughs> this is why they don't want magic people in this adventure, because of this right here. They know it'd be overpowered. <laughs> we gotta think of a way to get magic out of here. Ah, yes, the mana wastes. They wrote the whole thing in Alkenstar for this one part of the book. That's right. That's so dumb. <laughs> well, I'm going to miss my armor and stuff, but I'm going oh, to can... assume that they're going to have my hands. They're going to let me keep my hands. Your oh. hands are fine. My ring. I just need to chop off my hands and turn them into weapons. Stuff bombs down your Yes. Skin. I wonder if you could hide things in the mechanics of Psyche's legs. <laughs> can I hide my rapier in your legs? <laughs> It does have pockets. How many bombs can I fit in your gear, Psykir? <laughs> Takes one step, five bombs go off. I have <laughs> never had such dirty talk aimed at me. <laughs> on fire, your own acid, your own electricity, your own mind stuff all at the same time. I don't think I like this arrangement. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting the bad side of the deal here. I think that I can hide them so long as you carry me. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> Why are you carrying this catfolk? This is my kink. This is my emotional support catfolk. I have his. I have its leash. I don't like this. <laughs> <laughs> trying to find concealed weapons or weapons with the concealed trait. Yeah, well, I, we'll have to look into it a little bit more deeply. I think with the alchemical stuff, I think the gist of it is you can't take a lot in there. Uh huh. Um, mm-hmm. So keep that in mind. Unless you can somehow convince the owner there through one means or another that you're there to help and let you stash your gear. I mean, uh, that would be nice. Not impossible if, we're, if we can't convince her we're there to help. We, could, we should at least try that. Yeah. Uh, but okay, uh, Psyche here, you said you wanted to go uh, back to the Temple of Bri. Mm-hmm. A quick interlude. Yeah. Would it be possible for me to tiptoe my way up to the clockwork mother? The high clock mother? Yeah. <laughs> the clock mommy? Probably not. Excuse me, mother. I have I have a statement. It's not like you can just walk up to the president. I think I could. I don't, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't think you could. <laughs> Who was the person? I, I, I forget. It's been a while. Who was your contact, your friend inside here? I don't fucking remember. You know what? I take notes sometimes. We, we made a Google Doc about this. It's on your iPad. Uh, did they know a lot of people at the temple? Yes. Yeah. So it looks like I have notes here. Uh, it looks like there is librarian guy. Uh, there's Gabriel, a knoll, clergy hyphen man. These notes are golden. I'm sorry. <laughs> clergy hyphen man. Did we write out hyphen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, no, it is just a dash. Aww. Sorry, I misunderstood. Um, uh, there's Miranda, who is an inventor, uh, who you have designated part of the flock. Oh. And also believes that the flesh is weak. So mm-hmm. who did you want to meet up here? See if I can hit up Miranda. Okay. Uh, I mean, anyone from here, if you want to meet them, you can probably catch them there. Uh, so if this person is in your backstory, do you have like an ancestry kind of or look for them? I have nothing, Derek. All right, then we'll call Miranda a human uh, woman. A, p- a p- half automaton. The flesh is weak after all. I think she has a clockwork arm. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah. And, like, messy, dirty, blondish hair and, like, okay. grease stains on the face kind Isn't of deal. Isn't that the person who put your new hands on? 
No, uh, a that's lot of people who worship Briar are probably covered yeah, in grease. Yeah, that's my Ripper Doc. That's Clockwork Ripper Doc. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, what, uh, you meet her probably, like, let's say, coming out uh, of the temple towards the end of the day, not on Tuesday, like going home. And there's just a voice from a dark alley. Miranda. <laughs> Miranda. Who that? You know who I am. Oh, it's Sack here. Hello, Sack here. Hi. I haven't seen you in a while. I know you got kicked out. Are you all right? I am enlightened. <laughs> oh, you're, you seem ecstatic. What's up? <laughs> I met the Temple of the 13th Ordinal. Whoa, whoa, what? So you've been out to, uh, where is the that? The Crystal Court. That's heretical. I have They been... expunged that like a couple years or a number of years ago. I read about that in one of the archives. I have bathed in the light of a thousand facets. How was the... I've never been... I've all, The Cradle of Quartz was somewhere that was on like my bucket list back before they expunged it. I, I never... What was there? It was beautiful. It was boggling. And it was tainted. Tainted? Is that yes. why they expunged it? Yes. The 13th Ordinal, a worshiper of yogg Sathoth. Whoa. That's that's like... Uh, roll a knowledge Whoa, check. what's that? <laughs> I, I, I've never heard that name. You will. Don't look at me like that. Jacob just looked at Drow. <laughs> Are you doing a heresy? <laughs> no. Heretic. It has been cleansed. It has been reinstated. We could visit again. Well, that's awesome. So you went there as part of all this. Yes. Are you trying to Are you trying to get back into the temple? I, I'm not sure the details around why you were kicked out, but I know someone was pulling strings on it. There has been a revelation. I have been chosen. Chosen? What What for? For improvement upon itself and upon itself, Miranda. The next golden gear in the lineage of Bry takes away just before you. Uh, make some sort of check here. Uh, <laughs> okay. Some sort of check here. I'm Sounds like need... a diplomacy to me. Or intimidation. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, or deception, depending on how you would I, view it. Would I have hero points right now? Uh, yes, actually, we forgot to say this, but you reset to one hero point last, last episode. episode. Okay. Ah. So hero you should point. have a, we should have one hero point. I would like to use that hero oh. point. What'd you roll? A six. All right. So go it's ahead. a twenty, but uh, you roll again then. Oh, yeah. m- oh, oh, twenty nine. Twenty nine. Well, that's a good meatball. I think I think that's a success. I think Miranda speaks normally, but understands the crypticness of Psykir. And like takes off, you know, goggles. Mm-hmm. You're just saying they speak psychier. Yeah. Okay. Religious weirdness. <laughs> uh, wow. You. So you think you're ascending, right? It's like you're gonna that your view of 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 Bri, that like your understanding of her, like we're going off the wrong track here. We're gonna stagnate unless we dig deeper into this other aspect. We need to find the soul of the machine within ourselves. We have lost sight. And I've come to realize that we as mortals, we with such limited time, will not be able to fully ascend. That is why I am going to focus on time for us, for all Bry worshippers. I'm going to make us something great. I think you have earned yourself another follower of the Church of Psykir. Oh, shit. Oh, you're growing. <laughs> Brykir, if you will. Keep your eyes and ears agile. 
There will be those who talk like me, who will promise time, who will promise advancement, but they will lead you astray. Oh my goodness. You can only trust me. What did you just post here, Jacob? <laughs> oh my my God. notes on the situation. They talk culty stuff to her <laughs> about how they will focus on time. <laughs> talk culty to me. Oh my God. That's an episode title. <laughs> talk Great. culty to me. <laughs> Uh, I think you've earned yourself another follower. If this were Blades in the Dark, I would have a uh, oh. a clock. Oh, this mm-hmm. would be so good for Blades in the Dark. And you'd have like another pie piece on the clock. <laughs> this would be so good for Blades in the Dark. It actually would. This is, this is like straight up forming your own religion. This is like exactly what you would do. This has happened in one of the Blades in the Dark things I've listened to. Yeah. Straight up. I have other business to attend to. Deuces. It has been wonderful to see you. Zawarda, peace. Should you run into the clock, Mother, by some happenstance, let her know that the courts has been cleared. I I will. Um, That's actually really important, although I feel like we've tried to hide that. Like, knowing that the Cradle of Courts is safe to revisit, like, that was a a holy sight for us, so... There is much wrong with the church at present. Hiding our failures, hiding things that we aren't proud of. Every single mistake, every single grinding gear, every single flying spring, even if it does set back the progress, it is another step. We have become so lost in our perfection that we we have lost our ability to become perfect. You're right. We need to we need to not bury this stuff. We need to look further into it. Uh, and soon we'll have all the time in the world that we need. And she'll she, she buys it. Um I know. I think yes. you're going for the whole making a new god thing. Uh-huh. But hearing it from this perspective, it also really does sound like you could be influenced by something else. <laughs> like, no, we shouldn't hide the things that are bad. We should look into them more. Yeah, we're starting to unravel some of the insanity that is Psykira, and I love it. I like it being ambiguous, though. Oh, it is. That's it's the thing. Glorious. It is ambiguous. It, it's the undertone seems menacing, but ultimately it was only bad because it was Yogg-Sothoth. What if there is something greater there that wasn't Yogg-Sothoth? What if he was feeding off that that time stuff, but it wasn't bad originally? Yeah, the it's thing about like Yogg-Sothoth and time, it's just like, even if you're pursuing like magical or whatever and studies around time, if you go too far... It's dangerous. It's dangerous because that's like his domain. <clears throat> yeah. So you can run afoul of it. Uh, And one more thing before I leave. Remove right angles from Mm -hmm. your place of sleep. I see. I understand. I don't know if I understand why, but I understand the task. I'll try to do it. Is there something dangerous about that? To speak of it more would be to welcome it. Goodbye. All right. (laughs) Later, Sakir. Just like... <laughs> All this serious like, stuff. Cr- Goodbye. Cryptic religious words. Time to leave. Later. Peace. Later. Zah. Deuces. <laughs> All right, so Sakir, you have uh, went and saw your your uh, old friend at the temple. Uh, Chester, Eleanor, do either of you have anything you want to do before you ha- group up and head over to the Steaming Kingdom? I do. <sighs> okay. Eleanor takes a deep breath and sneaks a letter to her father's place. Oh no, Eleanor's gonna die. I know, I know. <laughs> Trust me, it brings me great terror to do this, but 
talking about our headspace and all made me realize, Ellen, I can't just not, I can't be afraid to build up her story and background because of death. That's fair. Uh, Chester somehow got away with writing a letter and didn't die. Yet. Yet. TM. Yet. It wasn't very many episodes until Al passed. I will say, just yeah. to point out, a lot of beings have the time domain. So yeah. I just, oh, we've piled a lot of it onto Yogg-Sothoth, but like many, many deities do have that. Yeah, but his is more, I don't know. He's like that creepy shadow hanging over all the time stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. He's like the the, the negative part of it. Yeah. But like there are, like even for asthma this time. But uh, you want? Do you want to get into this letter in this episode? Do you want to save that for another one? I have no preference. I I've posted it in the Discord for you. Why don't we save that one for? We can set up a scene in a, in another episode coming up, and we'll we'll see what happens whenever he reads it. But you want to just drop it off discreetly? Yes, yeah, she's discreetly dropping it off. Besides, he kind of told her not to um, come home until she's done with this nonsense, so she doesn't want him to see her. Okay. Well, you go do that, uh, and then Chester. Was there anything you wanted to do? Ah, this whole thing has me nervous because I have no way of concealing anything. I mean, all I can do is a D four dagger, so I feel that. Well, I mean, there's a sword cane that you'd probably be pretty proficient with. That's a one D six. I need to go look this up. Like I looked up weapons with the concealable trait, but there's not many, and the best one is. The, I think one of the sword canes it has finesse so you might be able to use that um, but boy this this could be interesting if we don't just if we don't get permission I have something that might help you out Jacob oh if you have some gold I have an item that might help you out okay oh I'm totally gonna get a sword cane Jacob oh hold up how much is this oh I've looked at this item before uh, that, I don't think there's anything Chester can really do because his whole thing is research and scoping out. Well, could he ask to meet Eleanor and Psykir there at a certain time? Yeah. Psykir was just going to head. Well, because I imagine you went off to do your thing, and while you're doing that and Eleanor is writing and sneaking this letter, Chester is going to go scope out the areas around the uh, Steaming Kingdom. Okay for good places to scope out the Steaming Kingdom, which might be where Muglin's people are, or the Gilded Gunners are. I see. I know mm. it's complicated, and it's a it's a long shot, but it's it's what Chester would do. Go into a situation as prepared as you possibly can be. Um. So, he is going to basically scope out the Steaming Kingdom, looking out for other people who are giving it too much attention that aren't going in. So, you start scoping out this area, and like... I think it doesn't give me specifics. I don't think where this is in Skyside, but it does give me details around it. And the way I kind of imagine it is it's closer to like one of the, the, the terrain here is very rough. Mm-hmm. And so it's on some part of maybe the kind of Hellside, opposite of Hellside, where Hellside has all those rickety things. This side on Skyside has like a wall down to of rock down to the Ustradi River, but there is like some carved out like pathways. It's not rickety like Hellside. Mm. On the upside, where there's like these huge buildings, really nice. There's like a market, uh, a local market there, and then there's these like riverside uh, kind of channels carved out where people can like. There's like basements. There's little dwelling places. 
but like the part of Skyside that you're in isn't like the capital district or really uppity, if I'm remembering right. Like it's definitely nicer than the working class areas of Smokeside or definitely the um, run down Ironside Quarter where you first started this adventure. Uh-huh. But it is like a little a little sleazy, right? Yeah. And so it's, it's rich people sleazy. The, it's like the entrance to it is just like a reinforced door uh. Uh, cut into the side of the cliff on this road that runs by the river. So, like, it, the whole place is underground. Yeah. Um, there's no real way to, like, scope this place out. Well, hmm. That's interesting. In that case, this item, would I have to purchase it before we go in, or would we be able to go in and then leave? Uh, you know that Muglin's going to hit it sometime in the next, like, day. Okay. So you could probably go in, and if you can't, like, if you're unable to argue to get your stuff kept in there... Then you, go purchase you it? You could go buy it. Okay, and cool. I'm going to purchase a sword cane if I don't get to bring my stuff. That would be kind of sick. Not going to lie. I know it's not going to have your runes and everything, but no. a sword cane is kind of sick. That'd be really it just cool for screams the Eleanor's <laughs> aesthetic, doesn't it? It really does. <laughs> there, there's an exquisite one, which I imagine just looks even cooler, but that's like 90 gold, and that would be all the gold I have left. <laughs> so I might just get the cheap sword cane. <laughs> Oof. This item might be good for Chester regardless of oh, if yeah. you do this. Do you want to talk about it real quick? Yeah, Derek's I mean, item Please, it's s- killing my curiosity. Sleeves of storage. Hmm. It's a, oh, I found that today. A loose robe with wide, voluminous sleeves that each contain extra-dimensional space. Each sleeve is basically a bag of holding that can hold up to five bulk, um, though the items cannot be more than one bulk each. So, Which would match your bombs, right? Uh, my bombs are light. I believe, and then yeah. the mm. and then the Lyserium, if I got desperate, has no weight, so I could just fill up on Lyserium infinite bombs. <laughs> um, but yes, this could actually be a very. Int- you might want to get that anyway because you're having encumbrance problems as Chester to well, begin I would with. Sti- oh, you're mm. Jacob. This is what you need to buy. It's so perfect. <laughs> right. Fair point. <laughs> Fair play. I will say. We'd have to talk about how bombs work with it, because it says you can add or remove an item from a sleeve with a single hand free as an interact action. Yeah. But then again, it's also an interact action just to pull the draw the bomb and then one to throw it. My thing is draw and throw is one action. You'd have to see if you'd allow me to do that. Your quick bomber? Yeah. I think it would essentially work the same way, because whether it's in the sleeve or on a pouch, it's like I'm still drawing it. And it's the same number of actions. I, well, Chester can- I'd allow it because it's still you interact to draw a bomb. Yeah. And the, basically, it negates the interact. It's just instead of it being a... And honestly, it makes sense. Instead of it being a... The quick bomber says your bombs are easy to re- reach pouches, which you can draw without thinking. Mm-hmm. So, like, instead of it being an easy to reach pouch, it's literally... Easy to reach sleeve. Well, yeah. Will Chester get that anime ninja-esque pulls knives out of their sleeves <laughs> and chucks them style? I will say, this is Outlaws of Alkenstar, so it doesn't have to be a cool, loose robe. It can just be like... Oh, yeah. That's... Fi- yeah. A, like a, a little loose-fitting dress shirt or this something. This is my flannel shirt of Holden. <laughs> oh, my God. Spills car- I was going to say, cards. your poet shirt? <laughs> it's an Asterian shirt from Baldur's Gate 3 with ruffles. <laughs> he just right. pulls it from a ruffle. Hey, ruffles <laughs> are Eleanor's thing. <laughs> oh. 
But she helps you pick out your new ruffled shirt. Yeah, actually, it's a fair point. I might want this. Do anyway. you guys want to go shopping before you go to the Steaming Kingdom? Shopping? Let's go shopping. I'm getting a sword cane just in case. I don't think I need anything. I only would end up buying this and maybe some formula, which I'd just handle later on. <laughs> formula? I didn't know you had it a might child. Not, it might not hurt for me to have a sword cane where I can conceal my weapon just in case. <laughs> I buy one. You go, you're going to you buy a sword cane? Oh, yeah. Just I want the, the exquisite one so bad, but I don't want to spend all of my gold. I will need to dip into the party pool to buy this. Do it. I've done it. Unless, where is it? I thought I had bought something earlier that made it easier for me to carry stuff. The real question is, can you have this thing and also upgrade it with your rune if you're going to wear it? It's not armor. It's a magical it's item. Sleeves. But in an explorer's outfit, it's not armor either. Yes, it is. It's basically armor. Oh, it's I just, see. It's, it's armor that's not armor. I see. It's armor that's not armor. Yeah. It's a place to put your runes that isn't an armored yeah, thing. Yeah, basically. Uh, yeah. I, Chester would look so cute with a vest and big long sleeves. <laughs> this is probably the most dapper he's he ever looked. He is Asterian. He's steampunk Asterian. Oh my god. With a dorky grin and a hat. I'm awesome. Yeah. Yes, darling. Yes, darling. <laughs> um, I thought I had like a belt of lifting, but I guess I never bought one. I just upped my strength. So yes, I will have to dip into the party pool, but only by a little bit. I am buying the sword. Okay, nice. All right. So you can go in and kind of be sort of ready it if you want to stay there. match the pin Yes. Oh, dear. Okay. Ruffles and a little cane? You're just upset because you think that would be adorable. It would, though. And I don't like thinking it's adorable. <laughs> adorable. I got a bag of holding-ish. Ish. We cannot put Chester's arm inside the bag of holding, or we will cause this miniature black hole, which will kill Chester. We cannot do that. <laughs> Chester, can you get something from the bag sure for thing. me? Oh! <laughs> <laughs> well, I need to go to the farm really quick. I need to go apologize to Mama Williams. And probably get an inheritance from Meemaw Williams. And Meemaw starts cackling. Meemaw just cackles. <laughs> I always knew I'd outlive that little punk. Because you would materialize on the porch next to Meemaw. We don't need to talk about this, Meemaw. We and you'd have to share the rocking chair. <laughs> get to the farm. Chester's already there. Zach here. <laughs> Chester um, starts being mean. Ch- Chester? <laughs> you knew what I was wearing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, enough of this silliness. Uh, oh, please. As if. So... You guys have kind of found the place. Uh, there's not much to stake out outside of it. Um, you can go shopping and get your fancy robes, oh. get your fancy sword cane, uh, and get ready to go in. Um, I don't know how it works, but I want it. Oh, wait. Chester's basically wears a, it's a trench coat. It's a trench coat? It's like a, a, a Western trench coat. I you see. Have a Do you have a duster? Too? Yeah. He's got the same head he's always got. Uh, but are you going to are you going to go into the uh, the steaming kingdom? You at the door? We're here, right? Everybody here? End of the day that you got into Alkenstar, like sure. later in the day. Yeah. All right. So let's call it like six thirty ish. After you've all wrapped up your business, gone a little shopping. Uh, I will say Dunsmith has told you that you can that she is uh, 
asked and got you a meeting with the the owner proprietor mm-hmm. of the Steaming Kingdom if you want it. Um, yes, please. Would be great. Uh, Delightful. Uh, Chester when is that is going to hand each of you a potion and say, "Here, drink this. It'll give you dark vision for twenty four hours, just in case something goes weird." Oh, nice. I think. Yeah, I'll just drink it right then and there. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. 24 hours. May Why as not? Well. Uh, but you get out to the entrance of the door, and so you see this uh, big reinforced, it's a wooden door, but it's got like uh, big iron or steel reinforcements on it, maybe bronze, because, you know, Alkenstar. And there's two eye slits. One is at like, you know, roughly normal height, five-ish plus feet. One is small height. One is at like three feet. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fun fact. Bombs are 0.1 pounds. Uh huh. Yeah. can hold a hundred bombs in this. <laughs> I think this was just an item you needed. You we should just we should cast fly on you and have you do like yeah. Before you burn down uh, Skyside. Uh, I think that should be our go-to plan. What do you yes. do? I will knock on the door. You knock on the door. Yes. The bottom isolate opens. Up here. It closes. The top eye slit opens as he like looks at you quizzically. Name? Psychiristates. I'm here for a meeting specifically. Flip, flip, flip. We give them the name they that use, what's her face gave us to tell it's them. It's your name. Oh, it is? Okay. Yeah. Flip, 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 Didn't know if flip, that'd flip, be, you know, oh, a yeah. secret. Come on in. And, uh, Isufu? No. <laughs> we did get to rest since that trendiculous fight, right? Yes. Good, you, good, good, okay. good. You can and rest, gonna... take off your conditions, and heal up. Rest. Good, I'm going to get rid of my ghost charges. I don't think I'm Why don't I take you guys <gasps> to the map? Ooh, awesome. Oh no, a map. Uh, you get lit in, so you see that this is the Steaming Kingdom, and it lives up to its name. Uh, the area in here is not dim light, but it is dimly lit. Uh, it is full of thick, sweet-smelling steam that accumulates like thunderheads near the ceiling. You look up in the ceiling, it's about 10 feet, but there's these like pipes going everywhere. It's not like it's letting out steam into this room, but it's kind of accumulated up there. There's a like performer on a stage in here. Uh, You guys should be able to see around here in the room pretty well. Mm -hmm. It's like a fancy little, you know, establishment stepping under me <laughs> um there's there's I've little been moving shelves. my character up and down on top of drows jesus there's little shelves with like knickknacks it's like a ever been into like a, a maybe not a nice nice restaurant but one where like the lights are turned down a little bit it's really oh so this is like melting pot it's just very vibing but like it's not sectioned off like something like a melting pot it's a little mm. bit more open there's one big uh communal table over uh on the uh, western side of it so the lights are turned down, but not in a eat-in-the-dark way, but like a good vibes way. Yeah. I want to, like, rest my hand on this table where there are two identical tokens. Yeah. Be like, hi. How's your night going? <laughs> and you guys have now entered the Steaming Kingdom, and that's where we're going to pick up in our next episode. We just got to the good part. I know. Mm-hmm. We'll see spent, what lies within Spent too long next on the time. farm. You really yeah. did. <laughs> you did this to us, Derek. You did this on purpose. The people want the farm, Jacob. I know they do. Who wouldn't want the farm? It's time to take a bath next week. In violence. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Third Gallon Podcast. If you enjoyed it, please consider subscribing, rating, and reviewing us. 
If you want to see more from us, check out our website, thirdgallon.com, or follow us on Twitter. We are at thirdgallon, that's T-H-I-R-D gallon. We are also on threads, Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook with the same handle, at thirdgallon. We also publish a video version of this podcast on YouTube, which you can find on our channel, The Third Gallon Podcast. If you'd like to support the show, check out our coffee page. You can find us at coffee.com slash third gallon. That's K-O dash F-I forward slash third gallon. Our theme music for this season is Delta Rust, composed by Andy Ellison. Our ambience for this episode was composed by Michael Gelfie, and you can find more of his work on his YouTube channel, Michael Gelfie Studios, and you can support his awesome work at patreon.com slash Michael Gelfie. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye.